Okay, guys, we're picking up at the very bottom of Kavav Amad Aleph. We are, Bezat uh, Hashem, a week away from Museum, yeah? Monday. Next Monday, Bezat Hashem. Okay, here we go. Uh, we're at the two dots. The the, uh, the bright that said in Habri Amud, Korea al Mikdash from Mosif al Yerushalayim. You tear for the Beit Mikdash, seeing the destroyed Beit Mikdash, and over Yerushalayim. Right, says Raminu, you seem to have a contradictory bright that says Echad al Shomea ve'Echad al Both one who hears about the destruction, the one who sees it. Kevin Shigiel Sofim Korea. When you get to Har Sofim, you tear Korea. And you tear separately for the Mikdash and Yerushalayim. So our Brightness says you add for um, Yerushalayim. But the other one said you do it separately. So difficulties. One is when you hit upon Yerushalayim first, one is when you hit upon the Mikdash first. Meaning Rashi says if you like stick you in a box and they bring you to the Makam Mikdash and the first and you come out of the box and the first thing you see is the Makam Mikdash, so you tear Kriya and then you'll be most safe for Yerushalayim. You just have to add because the tragedy of the Mikdash is much worse than the tragedy of Yerushalayim. It's much more uh, stark. But if you uh, if you got to but if a normal situation you hit oh I see Yerushalayim you tear and then you get to the Balkan Mikdash you tear separately uh, for that. Okay, Tana Rabana Kulan Rashaid Lisholalan Ulamodalan Ululoktan Velasotanka means Sulamod. If the cards are all these Kuraim, uh, all these tears, so you're able to do different things. Here, I'll read you the translation here. Um, for all this term, all this terminology, I'm sorry, just uh, get away from me here. Uh, it says as follows: Lesholalan uh, means to tack them together with loose stitches. The modalan is to hem them. The logtan is to gather them. Vasotan kamin sulamot means to make imprecise ladder-like stitches. Okay, so that's what you can do with these tears. You're not allowed to be me'acheh, which means to make precise, like, good stitches. Amr of Chizr, of Chizr says, turn down my bed now, we're talking about a type of stitching that is done in Alexandria, which is apparently a very high-level uh, sewing. Okay, now. Tana Rabbanu HaKorea Mitocha Shalal Mitocha Melok Mitocha Lek Mitocha Sulamot Lo Yatsa On the reverse side, just like we said, you're allowed to stitch up in this sort of imprecise way, if you had a shirt that was sewn up that way, and then someone passed away, and you started tearing Korea from a shalal, melel, leket, sulamot, you're not yotze, because it's not considered to be a real rending of the garment, because the thing that was the way it was sewed up was not really sewed up. But if you, if you uh, do it from ichwaya, you are yotze. That's a good... Uh, that's a... Uh, um, that works. Anyhow, okay. So Amar of Chizr, Chizr says we Ichoy Alexandria. Again, he says Ichoy Alexandria. So we're talking about again. These two parallel ideas, right? The Kriya versus the sewing up uh, work together. Okay. Tana Rabbana. Rashi lahofchol lamato velaachoto. What you are allowed to do is you can turn the garment upside down and then sew up the garment. Now the idea there uh, seems to be Rashi says shahofech hakera lamato vaofech. This is imagine you have like a long tunic or something like that. So you take the whole tunic and you flip it upside down, and now the the bottom part, which is like the hem of the bottom, you sew up into like a into a neck, and the top part you kind of cut open, and that's gonna be like the leg part. So okay, if you have this carrot there, so then you can sew. Then you're allowed to sew that up. That you're allowed to do. Okay. He says no, you're not allowed to do that. 
Okay? Just like the buyer isn't allowed to uh, sew up the uh, the tear. So to a purchase, uh, sorry, just like a seller, sorry, is not allowed to tear. So the tear. So to the purchaser, isn't allowed to do it. Well, which is interesting, right? It's not just like for the person themselves. It's even like it's something that didn't the chef says seems like you're not allowed to sew those up. Therefore, a seller has to tell the lokeach, oh, you know, this is a uh, tear from someone's parent. It's not allowed to be sewn up. You're buying the garment. You're acknowledging that you're not going to sew it up. Okay, Tanah Rabbanah. We learn in the brightest valley. More stuff about Kriya. Tchilat Kriya Tefach Metosefa Shloshat Pa'ot Divir Abmeir. Abmeir says the first Kriya is a Tefach long. And if you want to add to that, we said sometimes you can add, you do three finger breadths. Okay? That's what Amir's saying. Rabbi Yehuda Amir Tchilat Kriya Shloshat Pa'ot Metosefa Kosho. He says no. The first one is only three Asba'ot, and the Tosefa is any amount, a tiny amount. Amr Ula Halachah Rabbi Meir B'Kriya, Halachah Rabbi Yehuda Rabbi Ula says, Halachah Rabbi Meir for Kriya, that it should be a Tefach. Now you've seen that you've seen that before. It creates a tabach, but like Rabbi Yudah for the Tosefa, which is just anything, a tiny bit more. Tiny them halachy similar brayta. Rabbi Yosef Meir tchila kriya tabach Tosefa kolshu. Great. Tell them about a new brayta. Amru lo they they say tell a person mate aviv that his uh, father died vikara and he tore kriya over the father mate beno and they tell him oh no your son died vahusif and he added to that so tachton mitache alon ino mitache. So he's allowed to t- sew up the bottom part, right? Because that was for the son, and that the halachas are allowed to re-sew that part. But the upper part, which is for the father, you're not allowed to re-sew. How about the reverse case? So just the opposite, if it's in the case of the uh, son first. Oh man, this guy really got some bad news. Your father, your mother, your brother, your sister died. All these situations. Person tears kriya, one a kriya for all of them. Right? This could be a case, by the way, like you know, uh, unfortunately, like in the Holocaust, there was stories like that. Right? A person finds out they didn't know what happened to the family. They found out on one day the whole family was wiped out. So it could be one big kriya for everybody. Uh, he says, for all these cases, Rabbi Ben Batera says, um, you tear one uh, kriya. One second, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but for his father and mother, one kara. Meaning, so for all of the other relatives, you do one tear. But for the father and mother, they, they warrant a separate kriya. Because you're not uh, able to, you're not supposed to add on to the to the kara for the parents. My time. What's the reason? Because they're not sort of included in this idea of tosefet. Rashi says, Rashi high up by the top line of the Gemara. It's not proper that you would add on to the kara of the parents. The parents have a totally separate, uh, you know, category in a certain sense. You, yeah. I think them two together. I think them two together. I think the logic, also think about the logic about it. I think it would be, and you can think about it this way, like you can have several brothers and several sisters, you can have several children, but you only get one set of parents. Right? So it's like the parents are unique in that way, um, in that sense. Okay. Uh, one second. Yeah, okay. Amar Shmuel. Shmuel says, Halacha Krabi Bimitera. 
Shmuel said the Lachlis like Rabbi Yudah ben Betera that you do the two separate tears. Mara says, wait a minute. If we know what Shmuel has been saying the whole time, it's going to be a little confusing. I don't get it. But doesn't Shmuel say the famous line he's been saying so, so many times that Lachlis like the lenient position when it comes to Avelos. So why would he be machmir and say you have to do two crime like Rabbi Yudah ben Betera? So our answer is we've seen this answer before also. Avelos luchud kriya luchud. No, there's two different things. Avelos is one thing. Kriya is a totally different thing. It's not the same halacha. Don't blend the two. So halacha is going to be a maker when it comes to Avelut. It comes to Kriya, not necessarily. Okay. Kamar says, Adheichan Korea, how far do you go when you tear? How far do you go? Now it sounds like here, I think it says, Adheichan Korea, um, that we know that the Kriya is a, is a tafa. We've said that already. I think it means if you want to do more than that, how far do you go? I think I think that's what we're what we're saying here. Okay. Um, or maybe if you're like going to add on, maybe you're going to add on for other relatives, right? Like how far, like, there's got to be a limit to how far you go. You can't like rip your garment like totally in half. Like there's got to be a point where you stop. So Gemara says, add um, tiburo to your belly button. Some take to the heart. There's no proof for this, but there's a hint to it. It says in the Pasuk, As you should tear your heart and not your clothes. Meaning, uh, I guess it's sort of like a symbolic idea, but the point is that there's an idea of kriya until the heart. Okay. Higil tiburo, if you got all the way down to the belly button, what are you supposed to do now? You have more kriyas to do, what are you supposed to do? Marchig shalosh ba'od, the korea. So then you go three finger breadths to the side, and then you tear again. So okay, let's say a person has a kriya, goes down all the way to the, to the, to the belly button, so they can't keep going, but another person dies, so they just switch. But you also get a sense, right, and they're not just like throwing out garments, right? The garments are very precious, presumably, and if you already started tearing one garment, you're going to keep using that same garment, presumably, because it's already ruined, you might as well keep using that one. So that's what they seem to do. Okay? Now, if the whole front is all ripped up, he can turn it backwards. If the whole top, you know, both sides, I mean, it's, it's crazy, like all these relatives dying, it's pretty horrible. But the whole top becomes full of tears. Flip it over and do it again. But generally speaking, if you tear from the bottom or from the sides, you're not Yotze. Okay? Just the coin gadol. The coin gadol is not supposed to do kriya. So he'll fray the bottom of his garment. And that will be like symbolically, I guess he'll do that. But other than that, we don't really do the bottom. Okay. Now. No, you flip it over and then you keep going. Oh. But you wouldn't, you wouldn't flip, you wouldn't tear in the bottom while you're wearing it. Okay. I think that's what I'm saying. Okay. So Ravmadna and Maruqba asked the following, uh, they had the following Machloket. And they both one said, uh, all seven days, Rashi says, All seven days, uh, you will keep uh, tearing, and after Shiva, you'll be Mosif. Uh, Rashi says, Al Kera uh, Rishon. One second. Um, yes, yeah, so what he's saying is as follows like during the Shiva, if you hear about someone else, the first opinion is saying that you do a separate Kriya for the new relative because you can't add on to the, the current tear, because the current tear is sort of like 
still active in a certain sense. That's a God forbid someone's father passed away. Okay? So they tore Korea for the father, and now they hear someone else passed away. So they technically can add on to that tear, right? They would be allowed they would be allowed to do that. But while they're still on Shiva for the father, it's not appropriate to like touch that Kara. And therefore you should wait till afterwards. And after Shiva you can add. The Khanamar called Shloshim Korea. The other one says, no, all of Shloshim you you have to keep adding new you know, new uh, uh, tears. The Achar Shloshim Mosif only after uh, 30 days can you uh, add. Okay. So Matkiv by Rabbi Zeira. Rabbi Zeira asks Akasha from logic. Matkiv does it from logic. Madam or called Shiva Korea. Amai. What's the reason the person says called Shiva they can't, uh, they, they share new Korea? The Lonitan, the Sholalo. Uh, seems like the reason is because you can't really pin it up. Rashi says, the only time the show low, Toshi Vaklal, right? You're not allowed to pin it up during Shiva. Because since you can't uh, pin it up at all, if you add, it all looks like one kara. Shiva, I'm still in the Rashi. But after Shiva, the Kvar Shalalo, we already pinned it up, Korea Kol Hashlilot. Um, so like, you're, you're messing up the whole thing, and therefore it makes much more, it looks much more like, uh, like a new Kara. Um, Elabeth, if that's the case, but the master said, according to that opinion which we saw earlier, that the woman can pin up the garment immediately, even during Shiva, so, so too, she should be allowed to, um, add on to the Kara during Shiva. So, our answer, I mean, you see that distinction. My answer is Hata Mishun Kabod Ishahu. There's no. The reason you can pin it up for the what there is because of the Kabod Isha. Um, Rashi says the Lomin Hadin. It's not like this it's like fundamental principle that women can be Sholel. It's just we don't want women to be embarrassed, so we, we allow them to do that, but the same rules will apply. Um, now, Manda Amar Kol Shloshim Korea, the opinion that says that you can tear all the, that all, all 30 days, you tear a new Kara. Amai, what's the reason? Because uh, you're not allowed to be Me'ache. You can't, uh, you know, sew it up good. But for my father and mother, we can never sew it up. So, Achanami, you should also, um, what they're saying, also be allowed to do it earlier, I think it's saying. Just like the Gemara says the same answer as before. There again, that's because of the covet of the parents, um, and therefore you can add on after Shloshim, uh, even so. Okay. Somebody who goes out before the departed, um, I guess he's going to a funeral, so he, uh, and he's wearing a torn garment, he's sort of stealing, in a certain sense, from the dead and from the, uh, the living. Okay, meaning that uh, stealing from the dead, in a sense that it's sort of like uh, he's not tearing Korea for the person, but it like, looks like he is. And it's like the Chaim is he's sort of misleading the people who are alive because they all look at him and go, oh, wow, this guy tore Korea at this funeral. He must really have been close with the person who passed away. But it's not true. He is wearing a previously torn garment. So this, by the way, brings up this issue of sort of like, uh, I think we'll see a little more of this, if I'm not mistaken, where like somebody's at a funeral, it's almost like, um, this is sort of a psychological point, which isn't, I don't want to say good or bad, it just sort of is. Um, sort of like this desire sometimes to be like close to the situation, right? Sometimes people like to be insiders, right? We all like to be insiders, like have the inside scoop and know what's going on. So at a funeral, it can be like that way also sometimes. It can be like, oh, a person who mourns more or sadder 
looks like they're participating more, and like almost like they're like the insider in that lens. So it's saying here, don't be that way. Like, don't mislead the crowd and make them think that you're so close when you're not in this very technical way by wearing a torn garment. He gives a different point here. And the person says to his friend, lend me your cloak. I'm going to go visit my father who's sick. And he goes and finds out that his father died. So now he's wearing this borrowed garment, but uh, his father just died, so he's what he's supposed to do. So the halacha is korea umeacho. He can tear it, he tears, but then he can be me'acha, he can sew it up, even though it's for his father, the normal way. When he comes back home, he returns the, the cloak to the other guy, and then pay for the tear. Okay, so he has to pay it back. So it's interesting, that's the situation we give Mecha. If he didn't tell him in advance that he was visiting his father who was really sick, he's not allowed to touch the garment, he's not allowed to do anything at all. He wouldn't be allowed to tear someone else's garment if he didn't give it. This, by the way, I think is one is the source, if I'm not mistaken, for the the idea that sometimes people want to visit, like you know, Harabayit or the Kotel for the first time in a long time, and the Allah really is they're supposed to tear Kriya. So one of the ways to avoid doing it is to borrow someone else's shirt. So if I borrow my friend's shirt, I can't, uh, technically speaking, I'm not supposed to tear the Kriya and ruin his shirt. So maybe that's one of the reasons we see the same idea here. Okay, Tana Rabbanan. I know it's a long, uh, long moment here. Tana Rabbanan. Chola shamet lo meit in modin oto shamet shameti trafta to alav. If a person, if there's a person who's uh, really sick and there's a relative who died, we don't tell the person because we're worried that they'll become so disturbed it could affect their health. The in mikarim bifana, we also don't tear kriya in front of them so they want to get a clue. Umishat kimet anashim, and we kind of make the women silent because the women would be like, you know, mipanav in front of him because the women sometimes like would like wail and stuff and they'll be like. Like he'd be able to tell, but something happened. And we saw this much, much earlier. We tear for a katan because of agmat nevesh. We don't like, a, if a katan loses a relative, the katan doesn't have to do uh, kriya because the there's no avelis for a katan, but we do have the katan tear kriya just to sort of arouse despair and sadness I mean, in the crowd. The person also tears for a father-in-law or mother-in-law out of respect for his wife. Then Rabbi says, and Alva should not hold a baby to their chest. Because it brings a person to like a laughter. It's like enjoyable to hold a baby. This is a halacha so We're not supposed to hold the tiny baby during uh, Shiva. If, uh, and maybe the mother, <laughs> maybe we can have the baby. But other than that, just to hold the baby for comfort, we're not supposed to do that. People will sort of look at you like in a, like a disgusted way. Like, what are you laughing during Shiva? Like, it seems so inappropriate. Now, it is interesting, right? If you think if you go to a Shiva house, sometimes there is laughter at the Shiva house. Sometimes you recall all these funny stories about so and so, you know, whatever. Okay, so it doesn't mean that you never laugh. But meaning certain things, we try to uh, reduce that, uh, that behavior. Okay. Um, Fine, we'll just stick in the last couple lines here. You don't do the sudat havra'ah on um, upturned beds, I mean, normal beds. That's not, you do the sudat havra'ah, right? The, the meal when you come back from the funeral, you do it on up to, uh, overturned beds. So look at this story here. Tana Rabbana or the halacha. Ha'olech l'beit ha'avel ha'yul ha'miyali bo gasbo yivro'a mitot skufot. Bimlav yivro'a mitot skufot. So the person goes to the beit ha'avel, so if it's libo gasbo. Libo gasbo means you're very comfortable with the person. I mean, you're very close to the person who's sitting shiva. So then you give the, the sudat havra'ah on overturned beds, okay? Because you, like, participate with them in the morning, like you're sort of like with them. But if you're not, if you're not so close, then you do it on normal beds, right? Because you're not so, uh, you're not so, connect, not so connected. So it's not right for you sort of socially to overturn the bed also. 
I remember they used to all like you know, be on these like couches and things like that, right? Um, we're talking about in general. I think we're talking about in general right now. Okay. So now, yeah, I think it's just general. It's a general point. I think. So Rava tells us a funny story. Rava. Um, so so funny. Rabbi Itra Bamil says Rabbi had a loss in his family. Aldagabi Abba Bar Marta. So Abba Bar Marta, Dehu Abba Bar Minyumi, he's also called Abba Bar Minyumi, went to visit him. Rabba Zakif. So Rabba felt apparently that he wasn't so close, so he had the bed in the normal way. Zakif. Abba Bar Marta, Kafi. Abba Bar Marta, he must have felt very close, so he overturned the bed. So it's like, oh, that's like very uncomfortable, right? Because he thought we're like best friends. And Rav was like, no, we're not that close. Like, you know, it's kind of a very awkward situation. So Rav said, ah, oh, this like young Talmud Chacham has like no dot. He doesn't realize like what his status is. He thinks he's like one of us. He's not one of us. He doesn't, uh, he doesn't deserve to do it that way. Anyhow, that's the end of that story. We'll stop here and continue tomorrow. Yeah.